to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu, Montellionaire, is that you? 158, we here. This is episode 158 of my Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com. Use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire cart. It's also brought to you by DontTalkShop.com, as well as our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers, A.B., Aaron Brown, Dre, The Goat G, Johnny from Analytical Podcast, Ked, the pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, explicitly Monique Williams and Nachi. Thank y'all so much for supporting this and many other episodes of the podcast. We couldn't do it without y'all, literally. Um, it means a lot to us. It means the world. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you for sure. Uh, this is Mike Check Waifu Waifu, the anime podcast is brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CST. Uh, we talk all things seasonal anime Today we're going to discuss the summer season takeoff Which literally most episodes of the summer season start in literally this week The week you're hearing this episode of the podcast is crazy Fucking Crunchyroll decides to drop the list of stuff that they're dropping And it's all, it was all coming out like next week So <laughs> we're here to discuss that as well as Overlord Season 3 wrap up The rewatch, the rewatch of Overlord is done with Overlord 3 to prepare us for next week, which is Overlord 4, which I might not be able to discuss because I might wait for the dub. That's how much I'm invested in this dub. I love the dub so very much. Um, I can't wait to talk about season three because we got some stuff from the listeners um, on their sleeper hits for the summer, as well as some Overlord 3 stuff. We're going to get to the Overlord 3 stuff when we get to that segment. But tell first off, how you feeling, man? Always good, bro. Always good. Excited, just to, to keep keep doing what we doing, keep growing here. We got some, you know. We always got some stuff on the way. We always got some some great stuff down the pipeline. So I'm, I'm just, I'm good, bro. Feeling good, family good. Um, how about you? I'm doing good, doing good myself. I gotta uh, sip on this tea so I can wake up a little bit. We are recording this at 10:30 at night or 10:40 to be exact. And and just for uh, to set the like the kind of standard. It's kind of early for us, actually. So, Polo is tired. He I'm tired. tired. I'm tired as fuck. Maybe it's his old age catching up with me. I don't know what it is, but I'm exhausted. Hey, y'all, y'all tell this man to shut up. <laughs> he ain't old. Man, don't let him. Don't let him pump y'all full of that. He old juice. He ain't I'm, old. Hey, I'm in them dirties, man. Them dirties is they. They definitely different. Stop it. They definitely different, man. Them dirties don't. I, I ain't 20 no more Let's put it that way I was looking on, on Facebook You know on Facebook Yeah re- Rarely on Facebook I know But I was on Facebook And I saw You know how they do those Old timey You know uh, Memories Yeah I saw a picture of me 12 years ago And my <laughs> And my street smarts V-neck And sitting on this brick wall With <laughs> With the homie Josh yeah. <laughs> Looking like a fucking infant Party The only promoter. difference 
Only difference is five pounds in a beard. Five pounds? Shit. Shit, I wish. I wish. I had the chin strap, though. I had the chin strap grandma on lock in high school. <laughs> First of all, I follow you like a whole child. <laughs> a baby, <laughs> like, bro. Like, you know what's funny, though, is like, I can't even talk. I can't even talk, bro, because Polo had the chin strap, but legit, I didn't even get facial hair times 21. <laughs> And you had that so, little No you didn't even have a mustache You had like Three right. chin hairs I, I still barely got a mustache This motherfucker's <laughs> still growing I had like A solid long chin hair Yeah And then like Two little shrimp joints Ain't, ain't Nah bro Nah Polo okay. Polo had the chin strap But he looked like a child He looked like he was in middle school But my younger cousin Straight You know Ricky Had a whole beard In seventh grade like So his shit was like In the seventh Right He, he had the, the thickest beard He, well, he was like three a, years a Younger than us right Two, he's he's two, two years younger than me, three years younger than you. Just yeah. like two and a half younger than he ain't really that much younger than you, but yeah, like two and a half years younger than you. <laughs> That's cool. that is well, yeah, man, we here. Um, this anime podcast got a, this episode for this podcast. What the fuck was I saying? This episode for this podcast has a lot to discuss. We got a lot of stuff from uh, Twitter. A lot of people sharing their sleepers this season, this upcoming summer season. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you guys. But first and foremost. I must say, tell what was your episode of the week this week? Um, I'm gonna go with and look, don't don't be mad at me, bro. Just hear me out when I say this. I kind of really enjoyed the Love After World Domination episode. It was pretty good. It was it was pretty good. I think I just like the concept of it. Like I thought I, at first, when I first kind of saw where I thought it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna be like bullshit. I, I wasn't gonna like it, <laughs> but as it played out, I was like, "All right, I like this. I like mm. this." You know, for me, this is crazy because this is an easy one. Two weeks in a row, Shikamori not just not just a cutie hit, and this like this most recent episode was so fire. Shikamori and Nigel Security was so fire. It it had those um it had those moments of uh of suspense and, and camaraderie that you get in shows that have a, a, a close knit friend group that that happens a lot in anime, but it felt it felt earned and I appreciated yeah. that. It was definitely earned. So Shikamori and Nigel Security definitely get this episode of the week for me. Uh can, can, I, say, can I give can, can I get some thoughts on that real quick? Yeah, yeah. Only the only reason I want to give thoughts on this because I I did look at the summer list a little bit obviously yeah of course I feel like episode of the week is gonna be hard think so I do yeah it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think once everything officially kick off we're gonna be in here like what was the episode of the week and we're gonna be like it it was like five of them <laughs> <laughs> right. it ain't gonna just be it ain't gonna be called a tail it's gonna be called a damn <laughs> man you, you ain't lying because this it's so much shit that's just like. Like, <laughs> like powerful because we got. I mean, so much stuff is coming back, right? Like the coming back, the seasons, the cometh backeth, the seasons is strong. First off, because we like for some reason I keep forgetting that Rent a Girlfriend season two is dropping next week. Like, I keep forgetting. I forgot May and Abyss was coming this season. Man, listen. <laughs> 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 on top of that classroom of the elite like even just the stuff that's coming back alone bro the stuff that's coming back alone is going to be hard enough for us to decide let alone the new shit the new shit is going to be looking like it's just as powerful as the as the returning stuff so yeah let's just let's just get into some of these some of these inquiries from twitter okay i just want to go straight to that because it's going to be 
it's going to be us talking for the most part about our 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 lists, our summer lists, if you will, and our sleepers. But I want to give Twitter the, the time to shine. Okay. Um, man, we got a lot. We got a lot of replies. So we're almost through. Shout out to y'all for for replying to the tweet. We appreciate that always. All right, so we're gonna start off with uh, Rob, aka the father of Vash from Dad Needs to Talk podcast. Shout out to Dad Needs to Talk podcast. Make sure you check them out. So he says, for my summer picks, I'm not counting uh, any returning shows. So his number one summer pick is Uncle from Another World. It's his top sleeper pick after reading a few volumes. Number two, Call of the Night, just for for the chill vibes. And then number three, Yakuza, God's Babysitting for some wholesome fun. Now, looking at these, Call of the Night, I'm going to just spoilers, is the one that everybody is like calling for their sleepers yeah. in our in our community. Like that, that's been the one that everybody's been, been speaking on. Um, I don't know what that is. I'm actually looking forward to that quite a bit. Um, because it, 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 the one thing about it is, is, it's romance comedy. Okay, romance comedy. Yeah. What it was, romance comedy drama, is the genres that's included into that particular show. It looked very. It's comedy psychological. Psychological. Yeah. <laughs> that's. I don't pro- know, bro. That's a good. That's a good combination right there. That's a beautiful combination, and that's gonna. That's what's making it so hard for me to decide my sleeper because, to be honest, I got. I'm. I'm I got between three. And me I, too. And I'm and I, I'm only going to share one, but I am going to say what the other two's runner the other two runner ups are. We Mike check waifu waifu host Polo and Tell has to give you one. Okay, we can't we can't we can't double dip like Twitter can. So keep that in mind. Um, don't pull a tell. <laughs> Moody, my Moody Senpai says, uh, at Moody Senpai says, anime I'm generally intrigued to see brought to life this upcoming season. It's Call of the Night, uh, Kakaguri Twin, Cyberpunk Edge Runner, the uh, the Tunnel to Summer, uh, the Tunnel, the tunnel, uh, the Tunnel to Summer, the Exit of Goodbyes. I don't know why I couldn't say that shit. Um, and then she says, although I don't know when we'll get it because it doesn't have a release date for that. Um, but I was. I will say, Cyberpunk Edge Runner looks very interesting. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it does though, because at first I'm thinking like, is this like kind of like that movie series that came out? Mm-mm. No, it's but it's, it's I, the, I know I was thinking about something different. Oh, but okay. when I, I looked at it, I was like, oh, this actually looked kind of hard. And I was like, yeah, I'm putting that on my uh, planning the watch list because yes. It's based off the it's based off the board game that's based off the video game that they mm-hmm. announced like I think it was like last two years ago three years ago at the uh, Summer Game Awards or something like that yeah that this was coming out I I do want to see it because I fucking love Cyberpunk like like I played it on PC so all the console people that have trouble with the game and and, and you know the PlayStation Four players and the Xbox One players I feel sorry for y'all because Cyberpunk was I think my game of the year that year it was a fucking incredible game. And I'm, I got to do my second playthrough. I actually started a second playthrough. Didn't really, didn't really get too far into it because I wanted uh, more DLC content. But boy, that game is so fucking so good story wise. It's like such a well written game, unbelievable. Hey, on, your, on your list of RPGs, would it hit you like top ten? Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Top five? Yes, yes, absolutely. Top two? Uh, Yakuza like a dragon, probably being number one. Mass Effect still number two. 
Okay, see, you know, you, you good. You ain't got to say nothing else. I was thinking Mass Effect was going to be up there. I just wanted yeah, to ask. Yeah. But I forgot you love that Yakuza game so much. Yeah, like Yakuza just passed uh, Mass Effect for me. Like it just we, passed it because I just beat it recently. <laughs> we did kind of go hard on that Mass Effect multiplayer for a little bit, didn't we? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that shit was fire on the Xbox 360. I'll never forget it. Me, you, uh, I think it was me, you, Quentin, and one other person. I can't remember who, but I, I don't know why I feel like it was legal, but it it, it mm. was it wasn't legal. Who no. was it? All right, my my Xbox 360 days was not even a part of yeah. that crew. I forgot who it was too, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, but we we did go hard on that. Was one. it Mass Effect two or three? If it's three, then it was probably. No, it was two. It was it was the two multiplayer. That's Crazy. what it was. It was definitely two. It was definitely two because I'm th- I was thinking, but it was definitely two. Yeah, if it was three, then they were around, but not for two. I'm looking forward to it though. Um, this Call of the Night got me, when I started seeing that. I started like looking it up, and I'm like, okay, let me let me not dive too deep into this because if this is gonna be a sleeper, I gotta make sure I keep it keep it uh as uh vague as possible for me because that's kind of how I like to to pick my sleepers. Um, let's see. <laughs> let's go to Crystal Light. Crystal Light Ten on Twitter. She says, uh, "I see the, <laughs> I see you put picks this time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know we will pick multiples instead of one. But for sleepers, I pick Engage Kiss. Aha! You go, Crystal. That was one of my three. And the Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Also, I agree with the majority of the people saying Call of the Night. But all I need this summer is Devil is a part timer." Ooh, Devil's a part timer part two. I'm sure you still haven't watched it yet, the, the part one yet. I haven't, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna not, watch it. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I know because we not, had overload. I'm gonna watch, watch it this week, but I still got like six ep- episodes of Classroom and Elite to watch, finish too. So I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna finish the last six episodes of Classroom and Elite, and I'll be ready. Mm, I'm ready. I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna be fresh too. I'm gonna be fresher than you. You, you, you ain't even gonna know. You gonna be I, like, what happened in the last a, episode? I'm literally about to watch Classroom of the Elite <laughs> probably as soon as this podcast is over. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I watch that whole thing in a day. I know you do. <laughs> Devil is a part timer is one I'm for sure looking forward to. Like just to just to put it into perspective, I sent out the tweet the other day about shows as a reminder to let to let our friends in our community know like reminder classroom of the elite season two overlord four main abyss season two devil is a part-timer season two don machi four surrender girlfriend season two and shadow house season two are all coming back i still gotta watch shadow house so i might i might do a classroom of the elite watch and then right into shadow house so i can get so i can be prepared for two because that's one that i missed and i definitely regret missing because it was just a timing thing right like at that time, I just couldn't get into it, and it wasn't because of the show. wasn't definitely wasn't because of the show because it was pretty as hell, very intriguing and, and kind of like eye catching with with its direction. It but, had a, a high contrast, yes, like, to how it looked. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I was interested in watching. I'm like, yeah, I'm not giving this a fair shake. I'm not even. <laughs> I was half paying attention. I'm like, yeah, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I just set it aside and forgot to go back to it. But I'm definitely gonna go back to that for sure, for sure. Um, let's see who else we got here. Shout out to Light Skin Rob J. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that picture, bro. I had to go look at it when you said that, man. That's funny. Uh, Light Skin Rob J got a lot, so we gonna um, we gonna hold him for later because he he got some uh, Overlord season season three stuff to say too, which I'm looking forward to. 
Um, I can't wait to talk about Overlord season three because I see some stuff that had me had me going. Let's go to our our boy Ash, our bruv. What's up, bruv? Uh, Ash from across the pond says, "My sleeper pick." Oh, and shout out to uh, Black Anime Pods on Twitter. Shout out to you and that whole thing you built over there, and they just released a Patreon. So check them out over there, Black Anime Pods on Twitter. He says, uh, "My sleeper pick this summer season is Futo Pie." Is it Futo P or Futo Pie? I'm assuming Futo Pie, right? Yeah, we're we going to go with that because I, I don't know. I, I was trying to read it earlier, too, just to make sure. Yeah. He said, and since it's an anime adaptation of the manga sequel to Toku, Toku, Tokusatsu hmm. and a Kamen Rider W, I don't even know what any of that Kamen means. Kamen Rider is, I think, uh, almost like a... It's almost like a Power Rangers. Gotcha. Okay, that's why I don't know what that is. Gotcha. It will largely fly under the radar of the majority of the anime, anime fandom, but it, based on its source material, so it could potentially be gas. I can't. I don't know how how to say gas in in, in this in this accent. I was gonna try, but I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. Problem. So so it's, it's it's a Power Ranger esque kind of thing. You definitely right. It's gonna fall under radar, but. I'm expecting you to have some some dope takes on your on your podcast. So I'm looking forward to that on Giant Shooty Robots. Shout out to Giant Shooty Robots. Uh let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You've seen it, just not definitely yeah. seen that. Okay. So tell just show me a picture of, of what <clears throat> the Comrie W thing is. Yeah. Dope. Um Let's see here. Oh, our boy Gov Pancakes got some Overlord thoughts that we're gonna share a little bit later. Let's go. Down. And we can find say your government name, government pancakes. <laughs> I, I try not to do that, but you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, okay. <laughs> Shout out to the Black Damn Zilla. He says uh, sleepers for uh, for Crunchyroll, Futo P or Pie. Mm. Uh, for anime, uh, oh, Tokusatsu agenda. Okay, so he, he pulled in with Ashpool, and he says my 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 surprise fave pick of twenty twenty one is Black is back. The Shadow House season two. Definitely curious about Black Summoner, and I saw a clip of how they remade the first fight in Ruby, in Ruby Ice Ice Kingdom, and, Let's I'm, go. and now I'm excited. Yeah, so uh. For me, I didn't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Ruby until I saw the most recent trailer. I'm going to keep it real with you. Ruby um, seemed trash to me. From everything I saw of it prior to this this anime trailer, obviously, I didn't like it. it the history of Ruby is that like it was made by an extremely small group. Mm-hmm. First season looks... Obviously, a lot of people are not like, not like the first season because it's like it doesn't really look good. And you get into it like, you know... It is what it is. Then you get to season two and you see they clearly made upgrades, but that's when like the original creator passed away. Mm. And then, you know, that's when they started getting more funding, more backing, and it started to look better. And the, I mean, the story was developing still. And I, I like Ruby. Um, I think I'm like a season behind, but it is still a really good story from what I've what I've watched so far. I think I think this though is a brand new story in itself. Like it's mm-hmm. a new, it's a new launch of of the whole thing. Got gotcha. you. From what I've heard uh, via, uh, you know, the the, the uh, grapevine, if you will. 
Gotcha. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. Shout out to uh, Jay Lee Trey from uh, Anime Lytical Podcast. He says his summer picks and Overlord. Uh, he said summer picks and his Overlord three. The Overlord three setups has me hyped for Overlord four, but his summer mm-hmm. picks is Classroom of the Elite, Call of the Night, Kakaguri Twin, and Overlord four. Avi. He picked all bangers. Come on, all come bangers. on, Jay Lee. You supposed to pick? You supposed to pick? Uh, one sleeper, one we don't know, bro. Come yeah. on. Right, let's, now let's call now, Call of the Night his sleeper. All right, all right. Cause I, we gonna have to uh, make a TikTok about him. Like, hey yo, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta pick. You gotta pick a sleeper, bro. <laughs> hey, we about to start a, a, a TikTok beef with Jay Lee Trey just so we can get followers. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness no That's funny as hell <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> First of all we bad at beef in general True <laughs> As a fact let alone Beefing with our friend Right, That's hilarious Alright and last for the uh, Twitter questions Last but not least or not Twitter questions But sleeper picks I should say From uh, at underscore underscore Light skin Rob J he says Last thing for me my sleepers for the sea- summer season are Call of the Night, My Stepmom's Daughter is My Ex, Engage Kiss, and Harem in the Labyrinth. And he put three sunglass faces and he type laughed my ass off. I, I wonder why yours is uh, Harem in the Labyrinth, Rob. I would say, uh, Rob, they, uh, that's those light skin pigs, brother. Definitely some <laughs> light skin pigs. <laughs> Rob going stupid. He is. He posed one light skin pick from a year ago, and that man is like, <laughs> I am committed to this life. <laughs> oh, that boy. Drake album dropping, Rob J is on it, bro. Honestly, never mind, man. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, yeah. I appreciate y'all for writing in. And the rest of this is uh, Overlord Three stuff, so we're gonna get to that a little bit later. But I must say, tell. You came up with the idea of let's us create a top five that we're most excited for for this summer season. Yes. Top five doesn't matter which order. Like is is number one more excited than number five? Mm mm. Do uh do do it however you want to. Your, your top five is however you want it. Okay. And then I'll just do it like this. You want me to just go all all the way through my top five? Uh yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I must say Made in Abyss, Classroom of the Elite 2, Overlord 4, Devil is a Part-Timer Season 2, and then just to throw in something that's not, uh, like, quote-unquote, well-known, if you will, let's go with My Isekai Life. I gained a second character class and became uh, overpowered, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me's uh, life again. Second character class and became the the world's strongest sage or the strongest sage in the world. What's your top okay. five? My the ones I'm excited for are are in order. Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, Made in Abyss, mm-hmm. Overlord. This, this is going from five, wait, wait, wait. Is this going from five to one? From one to five. One to five. Okay. Yeah, made in the business number one. Overlord, Shadow's House, Rent a Girlfriend, 
And is it run to pick up uh, pick up girls in the dungeon? Damachi, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had an honorable one, which is Ruby, but you know that's I just see. because I, I really enjoy Ruby in general. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Now to get to some of these ones we don't know nothing about, there's quite a few. Now in my planning list, I added, of course, Call of the Night. But I also added something called My Stepmom's Daughter is My Ex It's a comedy romance I'm looking forward to seeing What this is going to be about Because <laughs> it sounds like Some domestic girlfriend kind of stuff But yeah, but a funny version A comedic version of that Yeah so one of the ones One of the ones I was excited for Was uh, And I, I'm I don't know if you excited for this one, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'm gonna check it out just just regardless. It's gonna be funny and it's gonna have some action. Um, but Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. Yes, yes, that. Yep. I had that set that on my um, plan and a watch because yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a good time for for my check wife for wife. Already. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so uh, along those along those same lines. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, which one did you say? Just say. Make sure I got that right. Harem in the um, in the labyrinth of another world. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So Vermil and and gold was one that I was also looking at, in the same mm-hmm. realm of that. Uh, it's a it's about a, a magic academy. It's it's one of the school ones, kind of like how you know the usuals are. You know the chivalries of a failed nice, the irregular high school. So. That one I'm uh I'm also looking forward to for uh, plot reasons. <sighs> plot reasons, for uh, Absolutely, absolutely. I actually I'm, had that one set on my plan to watch too. Yep, yep. Um, I also have. Where is that? Someone talked about this just recently, but Black Summoner. Yes. I put that one on my my Absolutely. my plan and a watch because like Same. first of all it, it sounds cool, um, but yeah yeah also the the picture just looks dope so it's like we got a nice little I'm hoping it's good I'm hoping it's good same same I got a feeling it will be though something telling me it will be uh, engage kiss for me is also mm-hmm. on my list uh, action comedy romance somebody mentioned that on their list as well but. I was shocked that it was actually on somebody's list because I could have sworn this was going to be one that most people skip like they do with kind of these sort of shows. Uh, and then I got one that kind of gave me, what was that name of that show with the Rust Eater vibes? Um, <laughs> Sabikui Bisco? Yeah, Sabikui Bisco. Uh, so one that gave me a similar vibe, Shine On, Bakumatsu Bad Boys. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily think it's going to be good, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a try. I saw you add that to your planning. I saw that. Yeah. I'm going to give it a try anyway because I'm hoping that it's good. And then watch watch, watch it hit me in the face with the mad extra Shonen. <laughs> shonen per stuff. Per shit. Nothing against Shonen. I'm just saying I hope I hope that it, it's better than... I'm giving it a chance. That's what I'm saying. That's all. I mean, with everything that we mentioned, my last one is one that I'm actually really looking forward to. And that's the made I hire is... Uh, the made a hire recently is mysterious now i want to read this one because this is very interesting there's something really strange about the maid i just hired no normal person can be so beautiful or cook such an amazingly delicious food or know exactly what i want even before i ask she must be using magic right 
the spell is the only thing that can explain my chest feels so tight whenever I look at her. I swear I'm going to get to the bottom of this, uh, of what makes this maid so mysterious. Now, I wanted to read that because I love the fact that it was done in, in, in the perspective of the character. And yeah. that alone had me like, oh, shit. Now, this one ain't coming out for another 26 goddamn days, but this but based on, on the what you just read, that sounds like it's going to have some of the best like introspection. Yes. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, what is she doing to know? Just to just know. It reminds me of uh, the Duke of Death and his maid. The, the show I talked about recently on a, on a, a few weeks back. Yes, and sir. That was a very, very good show. Very, very good show. Like one of one of my probably top ten romances, to be honest. <laughs> it was so fucking good. You, I mean, you did hype that up, so I know, I know you love that show. It's, it's fire. It's fire. All right, and which you got any others in your list? Nah, only only thing I got left to talk about is my sleeper choice. Copy that. Let's let's do it. What shall be King Teliano at King Teliano on Twitter, Instagram, and others? What is your sleeper? so? I, ironically, my sleeper choice is one that Polo mentioned today. Mm. Um, <laughs> Talk to me. I, <laughs> I had uh, three choices I was choosing from. Nope, just one. one. I don't want to hear. I, I'm, I'm choosing this one, but the ones I had on my list for, for possible sleepers were going to be Black Summer, Hamlet, Labyrinth of Another World. But the one I had at number one. Was my Izuka life interesting? Okay, and I just feel like ah, that's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I feel like I feel like I can't miss on that one. Okay, I can't miss on that one. <sighs> so uh, let's see what Polo got for us. Oh man, that's a great choice. That's, that was one of my three, by the way. <laughs> I figured the name just fit for us. It most certainly does. Um, damn man. So I'm gonna just the three I got was my Sky Life, Engage Kiss, and unfortunately, it's what everyone already picked, and that's Call of the Night. Now. Out of those, I'm gonna have to say Call of the Night is gonna be my sleeper. Fuck. Damn it, Polo. I was gonna say go with Engage Kiss because I feel like we're gonna watch Call of the Night anyway. Which but we are. if you go with Engage Kiss, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in. I'm gonna watch it. But you have to. You're gonna have to watch Engage Kiss too. Come on. Am I? Yes. In five days, it's mm. an A1 picture anime. Are you kidding me? You know you know the love we give A1 pictures. <laughs> All right. Gotta do it. Right. Gotta do it, bro. We gotta do it. Sorry, you set the plan anyway. I <laughs> know, right? Right. Uh, oh, Project Nine is the one doing my stepmom and uh, my stepmom's daughter is my ex. I like Project Nine a lot. All right, it's a new studio doing my devil is a part timer too, Crystal. So let's be let's have our fingers crossed and hope that it's good. <sighs> but, I gotta uh, deal with a, a change in a week when I see the new episode. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was my devil was a part timer. Season one was fucking fire when it came to animation too. Even as as like the minimal action, I would say minimal action. It had some pretty decent action, but the action it had in it was fucking fire. It was fire. All right. So, Overlord three, brother. 
Overlord 3. Oh. Um, yeah, let's get to it. I was going to say, I made, wait, 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 I made before, this. Go ahead, go ahead. Before we get to that, I have to say, this is the part of the show where we talk about our rewatch of Overlord. We've started two week, three weeks ago with Overlord 1, Overlord 2, and now we're on Overlord 3. We're going to recap, not really recap Overlord 3, but we're going to talk about our favorite moments, share some facts about the show, and just say what we overall think of it. Um, so if you watch Re- uh, Overlord with us, stick around. If you haven't, um, still stick around. Just listen. Have some fun. <laughs> um. So last week I found out Polo watched all three seasons of Overlord in a matter of like forty eight hours or something like that, right? Uh, um, yeah. So he 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 really ain't shit, even though he my brother. <laughs> uh, he he low key just left me in the dirt. Didn't even give me a his. Uh, we could have reviewed the whole thing that week. Um, I just for the for the listeners, you know. But let me let me just say something real quick. I was very surprised with the praise that Polo provided to Overlord, mm-hmm. right? Like I knew that he liked Overlord, but he almost praised this like it was Grimgar. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, y'all y'all listen, y'all know, the ones who listen, who have been listening for a long time, y'all know how we kind of covet Grimgar, yes. especially on the Izakai field. Like one of the greatest of all time. Grimgar is almost like how, how I treat like Full Metal Alchemist. It's not on my top five, but it's, it's like it's still like my my top one kind of thing right yeah, yeah. it's it's a masterpiece it's it's a work of art and that's how we feel about grimgar grimgar is like a, a work of art and for polo to talk about overlord like this I, I feel like that's that's really high praise um coming from him and his his experience with other izakai mm-hmm. uh, but so that's just kind of the introduction i wanted to give on that but uh i enjoyed this season as usual i think there was definitely a shift in the dynamic for this season where it was more uh let's say outside character driven which to me provided a a, a steady flow of different like i would say like economic dynamics to look at in terms mm. of how the series progressed mm. yeah so as far as what you what you were talking about when it came to overlord 3 you said the dynamic, right? And it gave us the other characters. What <laughs> we're all gonna go with this? Because what what made Overlord three so even just as good as one and two for me is that yes, the fact that <laughs> the fact that they did that in order to give us something way larger later on in the season. It was all everything that 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 they do. And what's funny is that the way the um the way the light novel is set up the light novel is set up to where everything is done out of order so where episode four was or whatever it was which i think episode four or something like that was the was i think the tumanizer being invaded that was like episode one and then like it, like it was just it's, it's just all like it's going in chronological yeah. order opposed to how the light novel did it in in a different kind of order to set up like comedic beats and stuff like that but i digress this shit had me like had me wondering like what where are you going with this right it had me thinking it constantly had me thinking like where where is this going why haven't i feel like we've been progressing and lo and behold the entire time the entire season we've actually been progressing to the point that we end up getting to at the last episode when the end credits start rolling it's fucking incredible it's an incredible show um and even from even from the perspective of Ein's learning that 
the the like <laughs> his guardians are helping him take over the world. He didn't even know that that was the plan. This entire time, his <laughs> he was in the fucking dark about the plane being world domination. Fucking and, fire. And the coolest part about that, even right. Is that it's not like he hasn't been taking steps towards that, mm-hmm. you know? Like, his goal is to spread the name of Ayn's Algon, but he's really doing stuff that sets him up well to take over the world, right? Yep. That's what he's doing, regardless of what he's saying. He's doing that extremely well. He, and a lot of it is because of how overpowered he is that he almost doesn't even have, like, a, a choice in the matter because of how strong he is. But his guardians as well mm-hmm. are so ridiculously strong that to find someone on par with them yeah i mean not really not really a thing right we touched on that last week we talked about how how just as powerful as everybody is like i think their lowest level person is like level 50 and that's like one of the battle maids like the battle maids are like between 40 and 50 everybody is insanely powerful for this world now (laughs) there was one question that we received from one of our faves so very unrelated she says, oh, gosh, darn it. I had it pulled up. Not gosh, darn it, but <laughs> uh, let's see here. There it is. Yeah, she says, uh, so which massacre do you prefer? This is uh, so very unrelated on Twitter. Um, she says, which massacre do you prefer? The end of uh, Overlord season three or Rimuru versus Falmouth? Falmouth. Falmouth, the, you know, the, the heretic church. And uh, time I got reincarnated as a slime. Which massacre do you prefer? What a great question. Because we're demons yeah, here. We are. Um, I think that this kind of question isn't really more about like which massacre you, pre- you prefer because they kind of did very similar things. But one of them, I feel like, well, I definitely killed more people. 100%. But, but it, it's more about like, do you want like the the justified redemption massacre or do you want the outright show of strength to overwhelm any idea of even looking at you in the wrong kind of light can i can i can i interject go ahead overlord season three i'm gonna just say i choose that and the reason being is because yes it's not as noble as what Rimuru was doing for his people right it's not it's not that noble what it Mm -hmm. is though (laughs) what it is though is it is humbling (laughs) very fucking humbling to the people of the kingdom because if you remember correctly our boy Gazif was trying to tell the motherfuckers like yeah nah don't do that yeah you don't want to go against Ainz don't fuck with them and they're like oh 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 i'm not worried about that we'll send what five thousand men should be enough for Heinz. we'll we'll have we'll have five thousand men with you to take care of the situation let's uh let's you'll you'll do fine with that (laughs) guys it was like yo no we're all we're all gonna die basically and that right there that moment them being humble like that at that particular moment was so fucking cool because I'm like, hell yeah. I felt sorry but, for the king because I did like the king, but fuck him. Hear me out because while I agree with what you just said, I have a, a small gripe with what you said. What's that? You said 5,000 people. I did not kill 5,000 people. No, no, no. People. I'm saying that's that's how many people the, the noble sent with Gazif to kill yeah. Ainz. Because 
there was 240,000 troops there. Yeah, no, nah, that was that was that was for the war. The 240,000 yeah. troops was for the war. I'm talking about the 5,000 they sent with Gazif to try to kill Ainz. No, no, Not I enough. get that. What I what I'm saying is that his spell instantly killed 70,000 people mm-hmm. on the battlefield. Yep. The only spell he cast to begin with when he just said, "Hi, I'm Ainz Algoon." His introduction was 70,000 people collapsing on the ground. Yep. Super tier magic. Um, not to mention what that spell proceeded to do after, <laughs> after that. Um, yes, Polo is right. It's extremely humbling. Um, and I think that looking at, uh, I, I like Grimru's more in terms of like how it was presented to us. But looking at that in the light of what Polo just said, yeah, bro, that that was some demonic shit. Very that much was so. that Damn. was. It and the, the thing is that when Rimuru did it, his thing, he didn't kill seventy thousand. He killed like what ten thousand people, something like that. I ten thousand lives. 10, 000, yeah. Um, the <sighs> Rimuru also didn't really feel like the strongest in his world when he did it. Right. Eins, I don't even know who who can pull up and say, "I'm stopping a dude who killed seventy thousand people by <laughs> just for a summoning spell." It was a summoning spell. Right. So what, he's got to have worse, <laughs> right? Mm. So what did you? He definitely does have worse, by the way. He has a, he has a spell called Sharknado, and it is exactly what it sounds like. Sharknado, it's a tornado full of sharks <laughs> that can send people. It's fucking insane. Now, what did you think about the Gazif Eyes quote unquote fight? Uh, that was one of my favorite moments in the anime in general. Talk to me. So. You, well, you want me to exp- like kind of explain why it's my favorite, or just yeah, why it's your favorite? So you, you know how we come into that fight, right? Gazoff is a gentleman who has extreme respect for Ainz, mm-hmm. and it, for what I liked him, what I liked about it is that Gazoff showed that he knew the scenario he was in that he wasn't surviving, mm-hmm. and he knew what was in front of him. No one else knew exactly what was in front of them. He right. knew from the beginning. Um, and he told Ainz, like, I can't, I can't betray what I, what my, I can't betray my word. This is just is what it is. Yep. And he stood up with Ainz, challenged him to a duel and had no idea what was going to happen. No idea what was going to happen. But what Ainz did the entire time, regardless of how he does not really care for the lives of humans, he respected Gazoff. He tried his best to, to bring Gazoff in this, on his team. And he killed him with an instant death spell. So there was no pain in Gazoff. Gazoff, as soon as the battle started, had no idea he died. Yep. No idea. Painless. Um, But he even offered to bring him back. And Gazoff said, that's not my place. Yep. And I just just looked at that as a scenario where, like, I I fuck with that. And now, I think Gazoff was noble. Do I think he would have been more noble? Uh, he could have found other ways to be more noble, definitely. But that was one of the best moments in the anime for me specifically because it just felt like two characters took a stand against each other who honestly liked each other and did what needed to be done to progress their own mean. Yeah. To put it in perspective, Ainz cannot can only cast the instant death spell on anybody below level 60. If you're above level 60, then I think it... I think he has to. No. He probably has to lower your health first. No. I think he can cast it on anybody. 
you know what? That's exactly what it is. He can't cast it on anybody, no matter what, except for except for like guardians and shit of level one hundred, because they have if they have an immunity to it. If they have an immunity to it, he can't cast it because obviously they're immune to it. But there is a way he can he can cause it to happen because he is one of the top five percent players in Idrisil when the game was live to have the ability to cast uh, <laughs> Chrono Magic. <laughs> Which is time magic Which means that He can literally stop time So the instant death spell Technically is a 12 12 second cast time So it's supposed to take him 12 seconds to cast Instant death on somebody And if anybody Has ever played an MMO Or anything with cast times You know 12 seconds Is a fucking eternity Like 12 seconds Is a very long time When it comes to casting the spell Which can be stopped By just throwing the spell At that person And interrupting him But because eyes can craft can cast chrono magic what he did and what wasn't explained in the anime was he stopped time he stopped time and when he stopped time that's when he walked up to gazif and cast the instant death spell which took the 12 seconds and killed him but yeah i digress i just had to share that little little tidbit now yeah so i did realize he cast a time spell obviously but that that I didn't know that it was a, a time delay on it. Well, he did say delay magic. He did say that, didn't he? Yep. Delay magic. Instant yep. death. Yep. He did say that. And I was trying to figure out why he said delay magic, but it not make sense why he said delay magic. <laughs> yep. And that's, that's what that's what fucking makes the show so good. Just because it's so so fucking detailed with its with its world and lore is so fu- fucking phenomenal. And and what I'm trying to figure out is so what's the context for delay magic? Did he delay magic the time spell so the time spell lasts longer and the the instant death spell can take its full twelve seconds to cast? Is that what exactly, it was? Exactly okay. right. Exactly right. It's it's fucking phenomenal. It's great. It's great. Now that's the, intricate. That's good. That's good writing. <laughs> it's very much good writing. That's why I love it so much. And now to touch back on to what you said about the the whole um the whole uh Oh fuck! What? Why? Well, Grimgar. Yeah, off. Oh, oh, Grimgar. Yeah, go ahead. The, the, the reason why I, I'm 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 talking up Overlord so much, and I have more of it. That's just that's just plain and simple. I have more of it. Grimgar is an absolute masterpiece. An absolute masterpiece. It's not. It Overlord is not better than Grimgar, and it probably never will be. But for what Overlord is, the world building and everything that it has, I have more of it. So. That's why I'm kind of like I'm kind of invested in it. I'm, I'm I'm happy to talk about it, and it covers something that I enjoy. Like I know most isekais do, do cover like MMOs. Like that's just what most of them are about. Which I have, which have a deep place in my heart because that's the game I play. That's the game I stream. Blah blah blah. It's fucking phenomenal to just be so invested into something that's so detailed that I just gotta give I gotta give it its flowers. Like you cannot yeah. not appreciate what this game as a, as a game fan myself cannot appreciate what they're doing like it's, it's no way yeah, and um, that, that's one of the things I was looking at is that this based on your research because you've been bringing Polo's been bringing research to this podcast every week um, about Overlord and I think that's what's been impressing me the most is like the extra details on how things happen and why they happen right. and you know the the writer creator of this they clearly love their mmos mm-hmm. and it's this is like a love story to mmos but Facts, you get to bro. be the the boss you get to be the the raid boss Facts. so you're the final boss in this series where you know being Ayn's Algoon, but that you just you're unbeatable is what it feels like and 
it, yeah, like like I said, it's a love story to that. Very, very much so. Let's go to uh, let's go to Twitter and talk about some of the uh, the hits that's in here. Um, Rob starts off and says, "Okay, I just finished season three, and I'm not going to lie; it's probably my least favorite season out of three. I did enjoy it, but the other two, uh, the other two, um, I did." Comp- I did enjoy it, but compared to the other two, this one ranks last for me. I think I like season two the best. Man, I have a, I had a blast watching this anime, though. Eyes is insanely OP, and I can't wait for season four. <laughs> he also says, Eyes just be toying with people. Uh, him setting up these fake scenarios is hilarious. I'm looking forward to seeing if we find out about the priest who took over Shaltir at the end of season one. And I wonder if we'll get flashbacks to Momonga's life in the real world. Ooh, well said, Rob. That would be dope. That would be super dope. Um, Now, as far as him liking this the least, I don't think I can agree. Uh, I don't necessarily agree either. And, well, I don't think it was particularly like the most action-packed season. Right. Um, I do think that there were some interesting moments. Like when you talk about him setting up these fake scenarios, like I think about uh, the village with uh, Henry and them, mm-hmm. and they got the the goblins who pop up, and it's like it showed us different dynamics, right? So we know that that was the the, Very the ugly print. CGI, by the way. Yeah, the, yeah, it is. The, the CGI is horrible. Um, but the prince, the prince came with like what his own five thousand army people, right? Yep. So he pulls up and and then he's like thinking, obviously, that he's gonna have this overwhelming victory, and it's not, it's not looking that way for you right now, bro. Uh, because of the fact that he gave her this world world item, right? This this super rare item, mm-hmm. but. Because actually, of how the world is currently set up, time out. Actually, it was a trash tier item. It was the mm-hmm. goblin. The goblin horns were just gifts from the Christmas special that they had inside of the game. So everybody yeah. had it. <laughs> but but the 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 idea that because of who she is, mm-hmm. because of her own you know uh, let's say heart. compromises and heart and stuff like that, yeah, she was able to summon literally the strongest goblin force the strongest goblin force in the world with zero casualties and you know what what impressed me the most do you know you know how red caps work red caps red caps the the goblins with the red um oh yeah 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 yeah. so they basically go into a murderous raid whenever they see blood Mm -hmm. so they're basically like goblin berserkers and i was like and when these motherfuckers about to die, they about to die. And it's gonna be gruesome. And when she sent them off after the prince, yo, I was like, yo, damn, that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Yeah, what's what's crazy that he mentioned the shout here thing. What you gotta understand, Rob, is that this whole like after season one, everything that happens past that shout here moment is them trying to figure it out. It's them planting to seeds to try to figure it out. Now to touch on that real quick what they did in season three was they they <laughs> they made moves specifically demiurge made moves to set up a plan to where they can stop having to move in the shadows because the problem with overlord with with them with the great tomb of Nazareth in itself they came into this world hidden trying to learn about the world to figure out how they can navigate it now and season after season two they they figured out how to navigate it a lot more 
and Demi Urge decided to put the the actual plan in place. He did that at the end of uh, season two. So with the actual plan in place, that requires them to then have the tomb of Nazareth be discovered to then get the emperor to do what he did when he sent the noble to send in the workers to then figure out what the great tomb was like like it was fucking it was genius it was all set up it was all a part of Demi Urge's plan for them to be set up just how they were and like it was fucking incredible incredible so now with that all being set up the way it is this is when we finally figure out like all of that was in place to figure out who had the power to mind control Shaltier. Like it was never not a moment in this in this season or season two even where they weren't trying to figure out who mind control Shaltier. They just had to do it the long game way. And unfortunately right. in MMOs, you can you can call this the grind because okay, so now that now that they did the the plan, they got the um Demon Earth put the plan in motion. They got the workers to invade. The workers got obviously destroyed. Not only was that for them to test, that only was that for them to test the great tomb of Nazarek's defenses, for one, to see if these people can actually put a dent inside of their defenses, but it was also for them to see if they would send anybody powerful enough to the great tomb where they can then figure out, oh, maybe this is the person that, that mind control shall tier. Obviously, all of them was low tier workers. All of them was bullshit that, that didn't quite plan out how they wanted it to, but it did, they, give, them, they, it did give them the opportunity to then have the the uh, the prince come apologize. And that was all that was all a part of the mirror's plan. Because once the prince acknowledged him and saw his power and came to apologize, that's when they can start moving in the open instead of the shadows like they've been doing for three seasons. Yeah, and my question to you is because you might know this better than I do. Were they actually low tier? Because I thought they were like middle tier to upper high tier. Like not they weren't adamantite, which is obviously the highest, but I thought they were like just under adamantite, like two two of- maybe one or two. Yeah, it was a bunch of mithril people. Yeah, I was gonna say because the the one who was by himself with the slaves, he was higher for sure. Yep, yep. Like he was almost adamantite. He was he was on the same level level as Gazif. He was level thirty. So, I mean, got smoked, but got destroyed. But got destroyed by Hamtaro at that. (laughs) Hey, go Ham Ham Tom. (laughs) But like, so yeah, so to think that it's it, it hasn't the plan was not to find out who my control shout here that's literally what the entire show is about it went from just trying to find people to determine who is who might be there also from Idrisil and try to find maybe a friend or something or anybody from the game it evolved from that to who my control shout here so that's something to keep in mind it was always always a part of the plan and that leads me to the next question I'm not really the next question, but the next comment from from our homie Gov Pancakes, which kind of bothered me a little, but I'm gonna let him I'm gonna let him get his shit off. He says Overlord Three isn't the isn't that great because it takes away from what makes that series awesome. The fucking main character. I don't care about these other people. They definitely need an episode or two, but not a whole season. Where's my <laughs> Where's my casting to kill, bro? He says uh, it's still good though, but we just don't care. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Guff, aka Allen. There's no so, fucking way. Here's some things that I'll say, right? Talk to me. If this was the world with Anos Voldigold, mm. 
then maybe mm-hmm. I would agree with that. But there are characters outside of Ayn's Al Goon that I really fuck with in this show. Yes. And like I said, Gazoff being one of them. Well, um, I even fuck with Brain. I did. I was gonna say Brain. I fuck with him. And even the little little dude with his little shiny armor on talking about some I'm wearing this armor out to battle because it's gonna draw attention. It'll hopefully first of all, sir, if I ain't see you with that armor on. You get smoked. It don't matter. <laughs> but you know, like they these characters, they and I think they did a really good job at season two introducing the relationship with these characters. Because if you remember, I mean, at least two of them we knew from season one, yeah. Brain and Gazoff, and but, the, and the girl Ari or what's her name? Yeah, yeah. I think her name's Ari. Yeah. Um. But in season two, they gave them some more time, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, we still had a ton of time with our main characters. But in season three, these characters got like a spotlight, right? Yes. Like they got a spotlight and we still watched as they nothing they did mattered. And that exactly, to me, if bro. anything, that amplified the, the times that we did not see Ainz Al Goon, yes. our main character. What it did was it took us out of the scenario where our main character is the main character mm-hmm. and made us view him as the opposition for a change, right? Yes. And when you make something like like Ahim Zalgul in the opposition and you see him instant kill someone who is known as a legendary warrior throughout the kingdoms, yes. Yes, bro. That is still I'm shining, bro. Yes, uh, man. That's, that's how I feel about it. I don't know if Polo feel the same, but that's how I feel. Absolutely um, feel the same. And I, I sincerely hope that, I mean, I can hope help your perspective with that that statement alone. And, and uh, yeah, bro, I couldn't have said it better myself. That was so well put. Like I, I feel like I don't even need to add anything. Like, it truly is exactly everything you just said to a T. Like, uh, like understand, like, when you, when you have a situation like this, what makes it so good is being able to develop the world around a main character. A main character is, a good main character is very important. It's probably one of the most important things ever. But to be able to develop the side characters on top of the main characters, I know you probably just want to see the Great Tomb of Nazareth. You probably just want to see the Guardians. You probably just want to see them. But what's important is the way they deliver the story in in the perspective of the workers, right? We got that that party that you pseudo kind of care for until they get into the Great Tomb of Nazareth. Because of that moment when they're in the Colosseum with eyes, you kind of like, oh shit, damn. The guy and the, and the elf girl, they love each other. And, and you got the, the, the nice catholic boy or whatever you want to call him the, the, the priest and then you got the you got the witch who's trying to take care of his sister who trying to take care of her sisters who are in his home mm-hmm. with these fucking noble parents who's fucking everything up because they decided to spend all their money and they're gone at a snap of a fucking figure a thanos snap they're gone and that shit was incredible that's incredible story development i love that shit you, you want to know what makes it even better what is that we got y'all to rewatch season one, two, and three just to get ready for season four. It's about to be here. Season so you about to jump into this new season and watch how they introduce Temple of Nazarene for us again. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And you're probably going to be like, hold up. Everything I felt about season three that I thought I didn't sense. like probably just amplified season four for me. And that's exactly what Alicization Arc did for Sword Art. Mm-hmm. All those seasons that y'all say was terrible, like outside of season one, Alicization was like, nah. That shit was just as important, <laughs> you know, like 
It built up everything. It built up everything. Every everything happens for a reason. Take 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 your anime that you know that that have continuations and just expect it to to be like everything happened for a reason. You know, I watched a video today. Okay, side tangent. I watched a video about eighty six. Uh huh. Oh my god, bro! The contrast. I'm gonna send you this video too. You gotta watch it. We're gonna probably discuss it next week or something like that. Video fucking blew my mind. All the contrasts and and just the director and the way he moved with the fucking and then the, 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 the composer. Like the way they moved for the show was way more incredible than than we thought. But when you have shows that can do that, right? That can carry and like move plot as well as something like overlord does and, and bring in these characters in, in different situations it's just it, it's it's what makes anime so impressive to me it's what makes yeah. anime so much better than tv and movies for me personally and i'm gonna speak on behalf of mike check waifu waifu when i say this anime like let's say re-zero mm-hmm. like yes. baby fluoride eye song like 86 like overlord what they do really good is they lead you into this this almost like false sense of security where like mm-hmm. yes there was action but right now this is a lull a little bit of a downtime for a reason but for a reason yeah now when that story hits you that downtime's gonna probably make a lot of sense for you and if it didn't make sense for you it's because you 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 didn't care you probably overlooked it and just kept going yeah but all of this downtime in this anime it really does have an impact on how you're going to see the future of this anime right. um so I, I i sincerely hope that like i said like i said earlier i hope that the perspective changes a little bit because give it a chance you know on those moments that you don't really like because when it comes comes back around it's gonna mean a lot you know <laughs> and i promise you I promise you, you're gonna see more Heinz. You're gonna see more of the Guardians, particularly in, in in Overlord Four. Like, just you're gonna see them. There's no way in hell you're not. But know that the reason why you're not, and the reason why you learn about these other characters, is because it's for a reason, man. I'm fucking. I'm so interested. Okay, so wrap up to wrap up Overlord Three. What are you most excited to see from what we got in season three or Overlord Three and Overlord Four? Which premieres uh, next week? What what I hate to say is I completely have no idea what I'm excited to see. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just be real. I'm I'm excited for all of it. Yeah. I, I just wanted to come on because after after watching this, I kind of realized that like I didn't really predict any of this show. Same when I first Same. watched it, I, I really didn't predict it. No and true. and even when Irons was telling us like he had no idea what was happening, like it felt like almost like instinctual on a character character level character level but to kind of see it unfold like i don't i I have no idea i i want to just see it all i would love to see i guess more progression into who might be his opposition but even if it's just him continuing his world domination like and it's like another great you know uh slot laid out for us for that i'm Mm -hmm. cool with that so I have no idea what I'm what I'm looking forward to yet because I know it's gonna give me a little bit of all of it. I want. I saw. The, I watched the trailer. I watched all three trailers for Overlord. Mm-hmm. It was one trailer three in particular. Shout tear, fucking pops off in her armor against an entire army. It looks like I'm excited mm-hmm. to see whatever the fuck that is because <laughs> seeing the most powerful guardian in her full getup, bruh, fire fire i just I, I can't wait to see it i can't wait to see what whatever she's killing don't stand a fucking chance in hell 
Because she's killing it. <laughs> there's a fucking. I think at the end of the trailer, there's like a, a pile of dead bodies that she's just standing on. I can't wait to see what that is. And the animation wow, looks fucking looks top tier. Mouse they probably fixed a CGI. Yeah, yeah, straight. <laughs> Straight, they had to. They fucking had to. It's still Madhouse Studio, so we'll see if the CGI is better. But I got a feeling they will, because Overlord makes too much money, especially at this point, right? Straight up, <laughs> straight up. And I'm All so right. happy they didn't rush it, bro, because they could have rushed into season four straight and just up. gave us whatever the fuck. But they didn't, bro. They let yep. the story continue, and then said, "All right, season four is ready. Let's yep. animate it." <laughs> All right. Let's get to Yo, know my check. <laughs> Let's get to know my check, waifu, waifu. This is part of the podcast where one of us rolls a random number generator. The other is a question associated with that number. It's my turn to roll the random number generator. Tell turn, read the question. Tell twenty three questions. Twenty three questions. LeBron. Um. Oh shit! You might want to turn on your numlock polo. We're going to generate. Almost. Uh oh. Irons ain't having it. He said, no, nah, not today. I said, not today. Not a random it. number generator for me. It must be down. Okay. Well, I'll just go to an actual website then, like a weirdo. 23. <laughs> hey, 23. All right. What anime is guaranteed to hit you right in the fields? Now, mm. uh, Polos. Obviously, mm-hmm. <sighs> clean that. It changed my whole viewing experience. I mean, I mention it fucking every week. It feels like, but yes, clean that. Uh, I'm gonna go with Steins Gate. Ooh, yeah. Cause, cause I will never to. You said what? You went on robot-y. I said I'll never get over Kirisu. Get over Kirisu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Never. My queen. Yeah, my queen. <laughs> she she only had one. <laughs> so we gonna fight to the death yourself. for that one. <laughs> and I just feel sorry for uh, Okabe, bro. Still to this day. Poor yeah, and, you know, you ever see the comparison of like what uh, Subaru had to go through versus him, and it's like who has it worse? And I was like, bro, traveled for thousands of years. Lifetimes, yeah, to, to get back to where he was trying to go. But Subaru still felt the pain of all those deaths. Like hey, you can't, how, how you, do you can't really this? compare these two things. They're both horrible. Oh, so terrible, man. So terrible, bro. God damn it. Man. I'm gonna put a poll up on our on our Twitter on the day that this episode drops. Who had it worse, Okabe or Subaru? I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> let's let's let Twitter decide for us, bro. Who knows, man? Who knows? But they got they get you. You have to have only watched all three seasons of Science Gate and all of ReZero. So keep that in mind before you vote. Check the, the check the poll on our Twitter for the announcement of this uh, of this episode. It'll be there. And we'll discuss it next week because I'm very curious. I'm very curious to see. All right. When we come back, we are going to spoil the last, well, the, the last episode for this core of um, Spy Family. The last episode of Tomodachi Game. And what else was it? Spy Family, Tomodachi Game. 
uh, oh, summertime what rendering. Summertime rendering. Yeah. Tripping. I'm drunk. All right, we'll be right back after this. episode 158 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Mike Check Waifu at Polo Bornfly and at King Taliano. We appreciate you. And then why not support us at patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. <gasps> Tell, let's spoil Spy Family, the last of this core, which means episode 12 of part one of season one of Spy Family. Um, I mean... For me, to be honest, it's, it was appropriate. I think, yeah, it wasn't nothing too drastic, but it was a little, a little, little bit more than what we've been getting lately, but not as much because, again, remember, they have announced that Spy Family was going to be in two cores at the very start of the season, so we knew that this isn't the last episode of season one. It's just a mid break, which is perfectly fine, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. I I thought the episode was was interesting, especially with like the uh, the whole uh, learning that he memorized the penguins' faces and stuff like that. I thought that was 
but also like I expected more of a cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that though. I mean, I, but I kind of felt like because if they already guaranteed we're getting at least twelve more episodes this year, I just kind of I expected a cliffhanger because it was like I guess to create anticipation. I'm not saying I'm upset there's not a cliffhanger, but I expected a little bit of a cliffhanger. But also with how I almost like wholesome this series has been, what I don't think they could have introduced a cliffhanger without us being almost like confused at the end. Right. It they they've always ended on the end on every episode. Like yeah. no matter what. It's always been the end. I even though I thought it was gonna be about a dog this this time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. So it's kind of felt like a special like one of those special episodes that they be having sometimes but i enjoyed it i enjoyed the chillness of it um to rewind this is fucking so strange to even throw this in there but i just thought about this you know that video i discussed with you about 86 yeah did you know this is fucking crazy i'm still sending you the video but did you know that it was 86 days before from the start of episode one of 86 to the fucking season finale of 86 it was 86 days in between including those breaks that's wow. fucking crazy look hey yo the writers was not fucking around with us it wasn't, you know they, they did show us the, the date every time too mm-hmm. wow dude it was wild uh, but yeah uh, great episode of Spot Family I mean it's not really much to discuss Anya can actually hear the thoughts of penguins of animals too yeah that's interesting she just said it's harder though you know Absolutely, which makes sense. Well, because they don't—they don't have a comprehension. They like—they're not really like smart, right? Exactly. So it's, it's, i guess I would think of it almost like is your te- telepathy have to interpret what they're thinking mm. before is it? It's almost like having a a mind reading device that translates basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah translated. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I loved it though. I loved it. I still love your yours best best girl this season for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm really much else to say about Spy Family. Another good episode. Don't stop. It ain't gonna stop, I don't think. But next up, Tomodachi game wrapped up its season. Good to know that we're probably gonna get a season two or part two of season one. I don't know. I did I don't know about the announcements with this one, but very interesting last episode though. Yeah, I think it's clear that this series just had a better end than it had a beginning. But mm. the beginning, it's another one of those things like we talked about before where the beginning starts to kind of pile up and you you appreciate the beginning more at the end. Mm. We'll see. Right? So I, I, I we'll do see. appreciate the beginning now after seeing how everything played out. But when we first were here, I was like, this is uh, this is almost like the three episode rule where I got to drop it. That's crazy um, but it, to me. It, it's it's so good at this end, and I loved what our main character did with the the, the boss of this group. <laughs> so inspired, bro. He asked questions for a reason. Yep. And then delivered on letting everybody see how he really is. Come on, bro. So fire, bro. So far, such a good like, and then not even just <laughs> like when he gets to his his scheming moments like when he, <laughs> when his mind starts to scheming that shit sends me into like this uh i get this like this almost endorphin rush right where it's like oh he about to fuck some shit up 
where shit just changed and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to see what's about to happen. I get excited. I know I'm supposed to be disturbed or, or whatever the case may be, but why? I don't know. I, I feel like it's supposed to be disturbing, but it's not. It's fucking incredible. I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's get your fucking, uh, uh what's the name? Leosh from, uh, <laughs> from, what's this called? Fuck. Why can't I think of the name? I know the name, but I don't know where it's from. Kogias. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get my Cole Lelouch. Gias on. Lelouch from Cole Gias is funny. Yeah, man. It's it was a good episode. I what I really enjoyed was how um how the chick acted after she saw how he took all that punishment for her. I appreciate how she finally actually trusted him again, even though I still feel like she maybe maybe she's not scheming. Maybe everything I said about her was wrong. Maybe she's just honest. Oh, sorry, my bad. Um, Moody tweeted uh, that Tamadachi game was good. It was. And I, I agree. Um, now, I do think, I, I feel like the character we thought was stupid ain't really stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we both said that last week, didn't we? Yeah, I feel like we've been played. I don't mm. I, Obviously, I don't think he killed his dad, but I, I definitely no. feel like we're getting played right now. I don't think you don't think his dad is dead. No, I, I don't, his dad might be dead, but I don't think he did it. But I think that we being played though that like like dudes dude is definitely probably like a genius, and I actually think that they all might be like extremely clever to some extent. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Remember, I thought that about the girl. I thought she was on some bullshit. I thought she set up this whole. Maybe she still did. Who knows. Yeah, the, but what? I just feel like we're getting more and more details pointing in that direction now. That almost makes it feel like, nah, they all some fucking psychopath geniuses out here. Straight up, I don't know who to trust. What what <laughs> what what's had me so interested is, and I, this is probably why I like it actually, and why I liked it from the beginning. It reminds me of Danganronpa, and I don't know if you're familiar with what Danganronpa is. Mm-hmm. It's about the, the high school students that get trapped inside of the school who all have like who has the only way to get out is basically to kill each other essentially until uh there's only one left. Uh side tangent, you know Tower High Tower Guy had a uh an episode like that. Oh, did it really? Well, it was in the it it wasn't in the the show. It was in the if you read it. You remember yeah, that? I don't know yeah, if you remember yeah. it. Been it was like that. the second second tower or something like that, second floor mm-hmm. they made it through. You remember you remember what I'm talking about? I do now, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, and it's like what what happened was you had to figure out who was the killer. Like the, the last uh-huh. yep, the last moment you had to figure out who the killer was in like this courtroom setting by looking at the clues and then going by, you know, who was what and who was <sighs> where. Very interesting. I haven't seen Dang and Rapa in years, bro. Dog, the games I played the games. I played both Dang and Rapa one and two. The games mm. are fucking insane, insane, insane. They're they're told like mostly like visual novels where you have to go and like kind of kind of like um uh a Phoenix Ace Attorney. I know you hip to those. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's kind of just like that, but more gruesome, obviously. <laughs> some of the, some of the best voice acting too, by the way. Like you like it's quality, quality fucking voice acting. Those games always got good voice acting too, so you know the shows probably had great voice acting. That's a fact. That's a fact. I uh, I enjoy it though, but that's what looking like season two is about to become, and that's intriguing. Tenji and the girl to working together to try to figure out to try to get our boy out. 
mm-hmm. quote unquote stupid boy, which I agree with you. I don't think he's stupid. I think there's more to it than that. We shall find out. Um, and then on to last, but certainly not least, certainly not least, summertime rendering, man. It's fucking with we, me. We getting a lot, bro. It's fucking with I me. I feel like what's fucking with you? I feel like we always we get we keep getting details. Yes. And we we we've been getting more and more. Eat, hear me out. I'm listening. Hear me out. Every episode connects so intricately. Yes. But sometimes I feel like these episodes ain't even connected, bro. And I don't yes. mean it in a bad way. I mean like you get so many details in some of these episodes that like if you put them together and completely isolate it, that might actually be a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> you are speaking right now, bro. Because like what's going on here, bro? I I don't like it's, it's it blows my mind every time because exactly what you just said is exactly how I feel. I'm like, yo, what? When you think you have some idea, you have no fucking clue. Now to figure out that his the uh, uh is like his best friend's dad. I think his name is Sho. His dad has something to do with this shit. He wasn't picked by father. Now was she referring to her actual their actual father? Obviously, they, she was. Or was she referring to the quote-unquote father, like the father of the quote-unquote mother? And I asked that question, knowing I'm, I'm I'm thinking to myself, it has to be her real father, right? But then I think, mm-hmm. oh shit, this is summertime rendering. It probably isn't. So like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Like it's her, I don't know. I just don't know. The fact it, that she's not a shadow blew my fucking mind. I'm like, oh, what is right? What now? If you think about the fact the that families she, work with the shadows, yes. The fact when you think about that, when you go back to the festival time when she was standing on the top of the stairs and she said, "I'm so sorry for this. I'm so sorry." She was saying that to, "I'm so sorry, Mia," or some shit like that, and then she got fucking killed. Not mm-hmm. at all it makes sense when why she was apologizing because she had everything to fucking do with it from the start, and you won't even think about that until you realize that she's working with the shadows the whole time. <laughs> and <sighs> and not even first of all, you spitting. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about real quick how last episode we got to see this like baby esque shadow with missing half his head. Disgusting. I hated it. And I'm thinking like when watching this is like why is this shadow in this form? Because I, I find it hard to believe yeah. that it copied a baby mm-hmm. with half his head chopped off at this size or whatever, right? Like it didn't make sense. It it, it didn't make sense on how it looked. But now we see in this episode we see Hiroko or the original shadow woman right mama who yeah we see mama who grabbed our boy right yeah um and what makes it wild to me is that now we can most most easily just draw a conclusion that these are her children that she's probably just produced these shadows herself mm-hmm. independently but we also see that we got like sea anemones, sea coral, all kind of stuff that's supposed to be at the bottom of the ocean as shadows down here. And it's almost like what what are the limitations of these shadows if this is what they can do? We got mm. we have our current shadow friend who Ushio who is had to delete part of her arm because that damage, that wound is consistent and it's still there. Because she can't scan the original to reheal. And we don't know how that affects her in the future if he dies again. Exactly. And that's and we, oh my God. <laughs> he and then we, we get to see him kinda like 
you know, because they, they kind of break down the conversation a little bit, right? He's he's going yeah. for and and uh, he he's not turning back right now, even though like it's dangerous, right? And they know that whatever it is, they're getting getting ready to get to an actual like point to where they can understand the story why he ditched his weapon when they got here, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because obviously he wants to see what he can before going back in a loop. Nope. But was that a bad decision? <laughs> because you know who he just saw, Mama, who he bro. just came face to face with, that, and that's and that was my thought exactly. Because I'm watching this entire episode, I'm like, "Fuck, okay." So I get it. His, his plan is to find out as much information as he can to take back with him in a loop, because he knows once he loops, it advances forward in time, which means that he he has less time to loop before it catches up to the festival date. Which completely makes sense. I, I completely I rock with it. I rock with it because you gotta you gotta set your save points properly. Shout out to Subaru who do, <laughs> who still hasn't learned about that quite yet. But right, I digress. I the fact that you meet Mama, bro, you might lose that fucking eye. That's where. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, this is probably a mistake because you have a chance to now lose your eye because you fucking bad mama. But I have one more thing, Polo. (sighs) It was her name. Hizuru and Ryusuke. Yes. Versus the shadow and Shiori shadow. Mm. And we find out that they can tell that he's shifting in time in terms of perception by two seconds. Yep. Right. Yep. But who is Ryusuke to them? What part of Mama does he have? Exactly. And they called him a different name, didn't they? What was the name? I forgot. It was. It was like Heinz or Haynes or something like that. It was somewhere like an H. But they. He means something to them. Yep. Because they recognized him and who he is. You (laughs) spitting. This show, Crazy. and I know I could have said this for episode of the week. I can say this for episode of the week every week. Absolutely. But they give us so much information without giving us that, like, without telling us it's the information we need to know mm-hmm. every single time, bro. It's unbelievable. It's unbe- It's literally unbelievable how good it is. I, I don't, I don't get it though. Like, I don't get how it's this good. I, I still can't fathom the way that this is structure written. Like what, where, you know, where? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. Incredible, man. Incredible. It can't be stopped. Undefeated. Let's wrap. All right. We just finished talking about summertime rendering all of its greatness. Obviously, I know we rock with it and we hope you are rocking with it too. Tamadachi Game had a great finale. That was a great uh, last episode. That was last episode, right? Yep. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Spy Family, we excited and ready for core two of Spy Family. Yo, it's it's been consistent, man. Consistent. Let us know what you know about that song during that break. Um, and get to know my check wife who wife who. We asked what anime gets you in your feels. Obviously, Polos is gonna be Clannad, and um, mine is Steinsgate because it, it's it's doing too much sometimes, bro. Uh, <laughs> we also had a great Overlord talk. Um, and we appreciate y'all rocking with us from episode um, season one to season three. Um, let us know what you what, what you what your final thoughts on season three and what you expecting coming into season four. Uh, and we know we talk about Polo praising Overlord like it was Grimgar because Grimgar is a masterpiece, and you know it's a lot of details in this current Overlord. So you know uh, our sleeper picks: Polo chose Call of Night, and a lot of y'all chose it too. So uh, it better be good. I chose My Isekai Life. Uh, so we watching those two for sure. 
and we'll kind of structure the rest of the season around that. Um, some of the best stuff that we you know we we, we gave a lot of stuff that we are not sure we're gonna be watching. Uh, we gave you all our sleeper choices, our top three, and our list that we excited for in terms of you know we both excited for Maiden Abyss, we both excited for Classroom of the Elite. Um, me specifically, specifically on the Shadows House and Polo, real big on the Devil as a part timer. Yes, and we appreciate y'all for all those questions. Our episode of the week was Love After um, World Domination and Shikamori is not just a cutie. And that's been episode one fifty eight of my check waifu waifu. And you can follow me on wait. That's been episode. How they go? It's <laughs> been <laughs> episode one fifty eight of my check waifu waifu. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. All right, all right. And that's my episode 150. I, I, dog, I'm drawing fucking blank right now. I don't know how I end this shit. I'm at Polo Borfly right. on all social go- media. There it is. Are you, I'm, I'm, at King T- I, I'm keeping all that. <laughs> you can follow our social media at Mike. You can follow our social media at MikeCheckWaifu on Twitter and at MikeCheckWaifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike, 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 Mike Check, Waifu Waifu.